1: Full of frustration. Silly mistakes again. Full of despair. I don't even know if I'll have a club tomorrow. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. It could be League Two next season. Bolton are down, Norwich are down.
0: Two British football fans have had enough. Canary bird Elliot Holman and wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory. Get him! Pride. Been
1: a joy to watch. Passion. Nanny! In search of silverware. MLS Cup champions, baby. And they found. ATL. Orlando.
0: Major League Soccer.
2: Welcome along to another MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. And I'm still unbeaten. I'm not. <laughs> Uh, We'll talk other things, I promise. I promise.
0: This is the MLS UK Show.
2: The MLS UK Show with Lucid FC. A distinctively modern, casual fashion label. Take a look at lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk and see why celebrities love the look. This season's current line is called What's Your f Club? Which is your F? Football fashion or film if it's football you're in the right place film the mls uk show podcast is now available to watch on youtube but fashion it's always lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk
1: hi henry hi elliot how are you doing i'm very 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 well how are you um in my personal life i'm a football life both Personal life's a lot better than my football life. <laughs> um, first of all, let's
2: just find out how Bolton got on at the weekend. Of course, in League Two now.
1: Yeah, League Two, and two has been the magic number this weekend because both my sides lost <laughs> two nil.
2: Uh, yeah, so Bolton, where are you? Genuine question because I haven't looked. Where are you in the table?
1: I've not looked as well, but we've not won yet. Not got a point. <laughs> okay. So joint uh, bottom. Yeah, joint bottom of the football league, which is our lowest ever position. <laughs> In our hundred and forty odd year history, so. I normally laugh, but I, I actually just feel a bit sad to be honest. Yeah, I felt sad on Saturday as well when I had to watch it. <laughs> like I've paid ten pounds for this. Yeah, um,
2: and Atlanta,
1: yeah, lost two now. Yeah, they're not in the playoff positions anymore. Not even in the playoff playoff positions. There's been so many games that I like. Without looking, I can't be
2: across every everyone and every team. Uh, Since we last did the podcast, what's the Atlanta situation?
1: Uh, Beat Dallas in the week, and then uh, all that good work went to waste. We lost to Chicago 2-0, but that's three points in the last two games, so it's getting better. You take take that. You take that (laughs) in,
2: in the season you're having. If
1: our average points is one throughout the season. We've now got 1.5 in our last two games, so it is getting better. Okay. Um I'd like to
2: uh in a bit we'll go through because uh, it's been a couple of weeks since the last podcast. There's been a few shocking results mm. um that I'd like to address. So I've um I've put a circle around a few of them. So we'll get to those in a bit, but first, shall we start with the game with the changing name? Go on then. Uh, I've got a good one for you today, and I've already tried and tested it on some Watford fans, uh, who are MLS fans as well, Right. Uh, and they got it spot on, so ah. um, we'll see if you can get this one. Born in 1982.
1: Wow, okay, so he will probably be retired now.
2: Yes, right. um, started his career <laughs> with Leicester City from 1999 to 2005, played 110 times for Leicester. Okay. Six goals. Not a striker. No. Uh, they went to Bristol Rovers on loan. Uh, they also played 105 times for Watford between 2005 and 2008. Um, also played for Derby 26 times, Sheffield United 23 times. Um, they went to a team in 2010. I don't know what the team I'd, I'd never heard of the team, so I'm going to click on it. Uh, they're a Greek professional football <laughs> club uh, <laughs> uh, called Skoda. Oh right,
1: okay. Like the car.
2: Yep. Uh and they also played for Notts County, Coventry City, and crucially seventy one times in MLS. But who are they?
1: Oh. I don't even know where to start with that 'cause my my knowledge of football, especially within uh England, mm. it's probably at its best around the time. Because like, as a kid, we all know the most about football. Yeah, you've got kid. nothing else to worry about. Yeah, exactly. So I would say Leicester's probably where I would probably know him more. Yeah, 110 times. But I don't have a clue, actually. Um, um, also
2: Watford, 105 appearances for Watford between 2005 and 2008.
1: Hmm. Watford weren't in the Premier League then. So, no. Um, yeah, I don't have a clue. I'm going to have to have a think about that one. Okay, um, 71 appearances in MLS between
2: 2013 and 2016. Right, okay. Hmm. If you think you know, drop us a tweet at MLS UK Show, or you can slide into our DMs if you don't want to go public. Uh, we've also got an Instagram page as well, at MLS UK Show. Don't yeah. cheat, though. Don't wait. Don't go to the end and then then tell us, because we'll know.
1: Yeah, we'll reveal all at the end. Um, right then, so this week in MLS, let's get cracking. Let's get it over with as soon as we can. Uh, so you've circled some interesting results that you want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, what's the first one? Well,
2: there's a couple of teams that have been um, all over the shop. Vancouver is one of them. Obviously, had You a ter- sound
1: surprised by that. Well, they've
2: had a terrible start to the season. They were quite consistently bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they went and beat Montreal 3-1.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Um, so Vancouver started to, to turn it around. Um, Seattle showed a bit of dominance over LAFC, which I thought was a big result. They were at home. It was 3-0, and LAFC, again, just just faltering a little bit this season, you feel.
1: Yeah, we seem to discuss this on every episode, is mm. that they, they just hit very hit and miss, yeah. LAFC. Last night, they got beat to LA... Uh, uh, no, they, they, they lost to San Jose, sorry, last night, yeah. which is a a very surprising result, because San Jose have got better over the last 12-18 months, but still, especially being 1-0 up with 10 minutes to go, you would expect LAFC to see that out. Bob Bradley did not look impressed at the end of the <laughs> game. Uh, so uh, LAFC yeah they they uh, they should make the playoffs. You'd fancy them too, but I just I really think they're missing Carlos Viera at the moment. Sorry to mention
2: it. The next one I've circled,
1: uh I, I mean, I've
2: not done it for anything against you because the other team I'm not particularly uh, enthralled by either. Uh Atlanta United won Miami 2. Hmm. It's a home defeat to Miami. Are you feeling any kind of uh rivalry there because there was kind of a an Atlanta Orlando rivalry. They're only just below Orlando in the same in the same state. What are you feeling? What are your feelings towards Miami?
1: But on a personal view, I like Miami. I like what we're doing. Mm. You uh, are obviously rivals with them being an Orlando yeah, fan. Yeah. So naturally I would want them to win anyway. <laughs> um so yeah, I don't have any beef with Miami. I would I would love them to to be a, a star name within MLS, especially the signings they've made, Matridi, uh, Higuain. So, uh, yeah, there's no beef there. But for an, uh, Atlanta's home form has has been so poor. Mm. And that's what Atlanta have, have lived off. The last few years, you can guarantee they're going to win at home. They'll probably win 4 or 5 nil. They've got the players to do it. And uh, that's what keeps them at the top. And the home form this year has just been shocking. So that's why they... Not even in the playoff playoffs at the moment.
2: Another team all over the shop, New York Red Bulls. They also lost at home to FC Cincinnati.
1: Mm, Yeah, but they have turned it around, though. Some great results in the last two games. So we're going to talk about New York Red Bulls and their uh, potential managerial appointment a little later on. And uh, it seems that if that managerial appointment happened now, then mm-hmm. that guy's under a lot of pressure because they've won the last yeah. two games 4-1. <laughs> Don't
2: ruin it. Um, we mentioned Vancouver. They had another good result away at RSL. They won 2-1. And you start to think, do you know what? Vancouver <laughs> Vancouver no, are on the off No, 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 They're on
1: the off I'm telling you. No, you, you can't you think can't too much into that. Um, and to be fair, last night, 0-1 against Portland is actually for Vancouver quite a good result. Yeah,
2: well, considering Portland put 6 Past San Jose. This yeah. is the next match I want to talk about. Portland 6, San Jose Earthquakes 1. San Jose at home, getting hammered again. What is going on there?
1: And then you go and win against LAFC. That's why we love MLS. We it's- can't predict it. But uh, San Jose, we, we've mentioned this before as well. They've become, it seems like all their good work that they've put in over the last 18 months. And, and yeah, it's difficult for everyone. It's difficult for every team. Um it's just all up in the air at the moment. And that's I think that's what's helping these results is that teams are... No one's going on, apart from Atlanta, no one's going on a horrific losing run or not winning games because they're winning one week and then they'll lose yeah. in midweek and then win again and they'll, it's, it's so exciting. But San Jose, I'd still fancy them to, to have a, a strong end to the season. There's something there and hopefully for them this LAFC result will... We'll take them on now. This is the good thing about MLS, is that you're always still in it. Like last season, Orlando had a terrible run of form, and
2: then it wasn't until like two games to go that they were officially out of the run-in for the, yeah. for the playoffs. They could have still easily made the playoffs. Um, home losses seem to be the the surprising thing at
1: the minute. Miami uh, lost 4-1 to New York Red Bulls. Yeah, um, I was really surprised by that, because Red Bulls have they've improved the last few weeks, but they still were there for the taking, especially to, to lose 4-1 at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very disappointing. And, and then Miami followed it up with a 3-0 defeat to Philadelphia. Um, obviously, Higuain had a bit of a nightmare for his debut. Uh, so... Um, So yeah, I was surprised. If you would have told me, even though Philadelphia and Red Bulls are two good sides in MLS, if you'd have told me aggregate score, they'll lose 7-1, I'd have been very surprised by that.
2: San Jose uh, conceded 11 goals in the space of a few days. They lost 5-0 away at Colorado. It really, really does seem like they're on a terrible run of form. (laughs) And after Vancouver's upturn, they then got hammered 6-0 by LAFC. Mm. Uh,
1: and this is the thing with LAFC as well that they can they win 6-0-1 game and then they get beat at home to San Jose the next game but um, I, I think I don't know about you but I think it'll I think at the moment in the East we have the top four and then the rest are just fighting out for the other yeah. places West is a bit more uh, it, it, there's a bit more in it there's a bit more to-in and throw to come but I think at the end of the regular season you'll find that the 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 cream will rise to the the top, and we'll we'll get the likes of LAFC, maybe LA Galaxy, Seattle will stay there with Portland. We'll get the the better teams in that in that conference. Just make the eventually make the way to the top.
2: Interestingly, on the last podcast, we mentioned how the West was a little bit stronger. Uh, most of the teams from the West were were in the, when you look at the Shield, where both uh, conferences were were together. Uh, the Western teams were on top. That's now not the case. Um, because we've had three or four games uh, since we last did a podcast, it's, it's dominated by the East. You've got Columbus, Philadelphia, Toronto, Orlando, all above the Western teams now.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Seattle, of course, the f- the first Western team to to appear, tied on
1: points with uh, Portland, twenty four points. Um, they're six points off Columbus. Yeah, it's it's amazing, isn't it? But I think that's because. The West have all been playing each other, and the mm. East have all been playing each other, so if the West is stronger, yeah. naturally there's going to be... Take more points off each other. Yeah, um, whereas the East quite clearly have four standout teams, and the rest are just doing, <laughs> doing what they want to do. I've picked one game out from last night, um, before we move on, that
2: I think we should address. Higuain started mm. for Inter Miami, and they're away. So, going away to uh, Philadelphia Union, Subaru Park, different place to go. A very wet Philadelphia. Yes. Um,
1: But they lost 3-0, and Higuain skied a penalty. Yeah. Uh, Well, I said it was a nightmare debut, wasn't it? I I was watching uh, Red Bulls last night Mm. versus uh, Montreal. And so, uh, because of the the different times they kicked off, I could watch a bit of the Philadelphia game during halftime. And yeah, it, Higuain for me and the bits I saw didn't really have much of a game. And you could tell when he missed that penalty. And I know Philadelphia players were jumping around and stuff, but the way he reacted, you could tell he was—he seemed very frustrated last yeah. night. And hopefully for Miami, they'll they'll sort that out, get the get the ball to him a bit more, and uh, he'll be able to to do a bit more than what he did. But he did seem very frustrated.
2: It was February. Uh... This is a strange thing to bring up, but I, I saw the, the highlights from the um, Philadelphia game last night when they played Miami, and the thing that struck me more than anything, I'm still not on board with the kit. Miami's kit. When I saw Higuain in that, why is it like? Why is it shiny? Hmm. It looked when it was wet. It looked awful.
1: Yeah, he looks very see-through, not it? Yeah, like, uh, it was like I don't know, like a Wait, Superman did, outfit. I haven't
2: obviously. I haven't got one. What what is that texture? What like it's I like, just
1: like, is it silk? It seems like a bit. It looks, silk,
2: yeah. yeah, wet silk is not. <laughs> it's not something. Like, not a road I want to go down on uh, on a family show, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I, it just really stood out to me. And I saw Higuain, it
1: like shirt all stuck to him because it was soaking yeah, yeah. wet.
2: And it just, I don't know. And can we get a sponsor on that? It it looks weird.
1: I like it. I like sponsorless kits. I look at the uh here in the UK if there's like a, a gambling sponsor or an alcohol sponsor, we don't put it on kids kits. Yeah. And I do look at them and think <sighs> Yeah, Huddersfield haven't got a sponsor. Yeah, I do think of I think well, I wish I you know I might lose a bit of weight and just try and get into an extra <laughs> extra large. <laughs> Kids top because they do look better. I
2: mean, mate, you're looking trim these days, but it's a long way to go. To, <laughs> a long way to go to getting their kids. Um, yeah, so uh, Miami, I'm. I know that I know that Higuain will will be big for them. I know he will, but it's just another example of us getting it so wrong because uh, yeah. we did say he'd come in, he'd make an immediate impact. Well, one game. Come on, give him a chance. But I, I see what you mean. Well, we said the same about um, LA Galaxy and their signing, but.
1: It's not exactly been uh, a success. No, another game without a goal for Chicharito last night. Uh, I mean, I, we see LA Galaxy fans on social media. They're very vocal and yeah. it, they seem very frustrated at the moment just because of the. It's another example of a year where a player's come in and it's just not clicking and mm. they're the not at the top. And Chicharito, he scored one goal against Portland in the MLS's back tournament and that's it.
2: One thing we did touch on last uh, episode is that because it's a strange year, things are all over the shop. There is going to be, there is a chance that a random team, well, not a random team, but maybe a slight underdog yeah. could win. Maybe your Minnesotas, uh, your Orlandos. I'm thinking of some of the weaker teams normally in the in the East. Um, I think, I think we'd be improved, correct. Everyone, hmm. you know, look at the LA sides. Normally, you know, big forces. Seattle's the only team for me that look really really like they're just they're just always there. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Portland as well, but Seattle in, in terms of one since I've been involved in MLS, just always there, just consistent. Brian Schmetzer doing a great
1: job. Yeah, was it 10 years, 11 years in a row now yeah. they made playoffs, so they, it's what they consistently do and and you'd be put it this way if you're going to bet on a side at the start of the year, each year, you might as well just bet on Seattle because you're going to be there or thereabouts. Mm. And they're proving it again and they're getting some really good results. Like we talked a few weeks ago about uh, this new fixture layout uh, this season has has been uh, beneficial for some teams and not so much for others. Yeah. Seattle really were putting quite a tough group of teams. Like LA, the LA teams are in their group. Yeah. Uh, they had Portland as well. And they've come out of it on top of the conference. So they're smashing it. And now you'd think going into playing teams who aren't the LA teams or Portland as much and playing the sides uh, that now you'd fancy them to beat, they're gonna, you, they should have a strong end to the season. And yeah, you, they, they're becoming our picks for, for to win the thing.
2: One thing I want to shout out is Minnesota for going after Kai Kamara. That mm. is a very, very, very good sign-in.
1: Yeah, eighth MLS team he's now played for, Kai Kamara. Absolute journeyman.
2: I have said for a long time, I th- I'm sure if you go back on the podcast, I've said it, last year I wanted Orlando to make the move for Kai Kamara. Um, a few SKC fans uh, tweeted me and said that, that's a terrible idea. You know, he's this, he's that. But the guy scores goals. And with Dom Dwyer out injured... Mm-hmm. Um, we've only really got Tesha Kendeli, but he's he's mainly been played on the wing in the last few years. We've only really got Daryl DK, who is brilliant, by the way, but is 18 years old and inexperienced, and I feel could learn so much from Kai Kamara. I almost wanted us to sign Kamara, not just for the fact that he will score goals, but because DK learning from Kai Kamara as a big unit up top would be so so beneficial and I'm a little bit gutted that it's been taken off the table because um, still I think that's the area that Orlando need to strengthen in even though they're kind of doing all right. are you only once in this because he played for Norwich no genuinely are you sure look at his record I mean he only scored like once for Norwich (laughs) it was a great time I remember it well great goal Um, I was there Everton at home uh, didn't have a clue who he was at that point. I said, so, who's this guy? Um, Kansas? They ain't got a team, have they? <laughs> um, but in, no, in all seriousness, wherever he goes in MLS, he scores goals and that's what Orlando are missing. And I think, you know, he's quite clearly a player that's prepared to, to travel around, prepared to mm. move. And I just think it would have been a great move, even if just for a season. But yeah, gone to Minnesota and that's that's, that's a really good move.
1: Uh, Minnesota have made a, one or two, like one in particular, really big, signing mm. like DP signing then they bring in Kai Kamara how are you seeing Minnesota what's their the when you look at them what is their ambition what's their goal and what's their plan for the squad because they, they seem to be mixing it around a bit
2: they get stronger and stronger and stronger every literally every week whether it's adding a player or a big result mm. or uh, grinding out a performance uh, grinding out a result when maybe you know they had to really work for it and they were up against it a bit uh, they beat a big team I I really, really think that if they continue on this path, if they continue to progress at the rate they are, you know, whether it's um, every week a, a result, a signing, whatever, if they continue to progress at this rate, they're going to be lifting silverware in the next couple of years, undoubtedly. The stadium's great. Mm. The, you know, uh, Adrian Heath knows what he's doing. They got pretty far in the MLS's back tournament, so
1: you're looking at tournament form ahead of the playoffs.
2: I th- I think they're a really good squad.
1: Yeah, they are one of the sides who, and it's a shame for them really, I think, they're, uh, because they're in the West and they're having to come up against, in the playoffs, they'll come up against the likes of Seattle and um, I, th- I think it's a shame for them. However, they are one of those sides that you're right, they've, they've, if they put it together, if they put some form together in the playoffs, they could easily get to the the final at least the conference final and then it's one step closer. It's it that yeah. taking steps every year. Because we'd all love to as a new franchise side, you'd all love to do like an Atlanta or an LAFC and and get do really well very quickly. But Minnesota have just done it in their own way and they they made the playoffs last year. They've made um like the latter stages of the US Open Cup. And you're right, you know, it's a building process and if they can get to the playoffs you you wouldn't bet against them going quite far in it. I
2: I think you just raised a really good point as well. In hindsight, and I, I admit I wasn't saying this at the time, when teams like, I use Atlanta as an example because they arrived very quickly, they signed a lot of good players, mm. spent a lot of money, very well, but they haven't managed to hold on to those players. I know Joseph's injured. Um, teams like Minnesota, who are just slowly building, gradually building, players that aren't probably going to be leaving left, right and centre, I almost feel like that, in hindsight, I know they haven't won anything yet, and Atlanta have, but in hindsight, that might be a really, really good move. They're getting stronger and stronger, and it doesn't look like they're about to be torn apart. Whereas I feel like Atlanta were always quite vulnerable of that, but you only kind of saw it in
1: hindsight. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, Atlanta... Now, again, hindsight's great, and now you can look and think, well, did Atlanta have a plan B? Yeah. Uh, Possibly not, because their plan A was Jose Martinez still being fit and would still get in the playoffs. He's injured. Where's the plan B? Minnesota, yeah, they they have built, and... um, yeah, it's just uh, it's a, it's really good to see from the outside, and they, they're a team that, and I think this is the the benefits of not having like promotion and relegation in MLS because you, it allows teams to build mm. Nashville or another side. They're coming into it at the same time as uh, a side that's uh, into Miami who are going to get all the headlines. Yet yeah, Nashville, a side who we could see actually building, yeah. slowly building, getting a new stadium, and being like Minnesota. And you you either do it one way or the other, and it looks like eventually. After a few years, the it's a Tartus and the Hare. <laughs> Tartus eventually catches up.
0: Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK show.
2: Okay, how do you fancy a little game of the Jason Christ is Right?
1: It wouldn't be an MLS UK show without it. Uh,
2: so, off the back of uh, Higuain making his debut for Inter Miami as the highest paid player in MLS. Mm hmm. Uh, Taken over, I believe uh, it was Kakar and Zlatan who previously had the uh, the highest salaries. I thought we'd have another game of salary crisis right. Ah, you okay. ready? Go on. Henry Hewitt come on down Oh yeah uh, okay, so we'll start with Josie Altador. right he earns 6.3 million dollars. That'd be nice. Higher or lower his teammate Alejandro Pozuelo. Oh um I'm gonna go lower. It is lower 3.8 million. Ooh. When Rooney was in MLS did he earn more or less
1: more surely
2: it was less 3.5 really? million. Wow. um Josef Martinez higher or lower than 3.5 million. Oh. I'm going to say higher, surely. It's lower. Oh. It's just over three million. Uh, let's go to Ignacio Piatti. Mm, lower. It's higher. Four point four million. I'm not doing well. This at is all. where you see the strange moves that teams make, isn't it? Um, Carlos Vela, higher or lower than four point four million? Oh, it's going to be higher, surely. It is higher. Yes. Six point three. Michael
1: Bradley's old deal. Higher or lower than 6.3? Uh, his old deal. Uh, he, ooh. So was Altidore 6.3 as well? Uh, yes. Oh, so. It could be around that mark, but I think it'd be slightly lower. Is higher. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what a dismal performance. <laughs> You're normally really good at that game. Oh, it's it's literally a 50-50 chance. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've, that was a shame. But there's some interesting stats, though. Mm-hmm. The Wayne Rooney one surprised me.
2: Yeah, Schweinsteiger's up there as well. Um, Chicago last year, the money they spent on wages is frightening for what they actually mm. achieved. It's awful. Yeah,
1: and uh, well, they've lowered the wage. And uh, they're still in a similar position. So what was the point in spending all that money? Yeah, and they've lost uh, Pauno as well. Yeah, um, to Reading, who are, are playing really well. Have you seen this? They're, they're top of the league, aren't they? <sighs> they don't. Again, another
2: reason why you should never listen to me, (laughs) Uh, I mean, let's be honest, it was bang average at Chicago. It was the definition of bang
1: average. Well, we're spending all that money on players, like you just said, for them to finish where they were every year. so poor, so
2: poor, and we said, when he went to the championship, we said, we're really pleased that an MLS uh, manager has been given a chance, Mm. a coach has been given a chance in the championship in England, but... Sort of like an anyone but him. I mean, like, come on, he's he's not going to represent MLS very well in the championship. Uh, they've won three out of three. They're top of the league. Yeah, go on, yeah. Reading.
1: Yeah, they're playing very well. Like I've uh, been keeping my eye on it, and uh, I think they did. They've done okay in the the cup competition as well. But mm-hmm. three out of three in the league, and I do. I think Reading are going to continue to get promoted. Probably not, but. For, to be top of the league at this stage, it's when you compare them to the teams that have dropped out of the uh, Premier League, you're on four points. Is it? So five points more than uh, some teams that have dropped out of the Premier League. So yeah, Good
2: don't start don't them. come at me about my football team because we can
1: talk about League Two. Uh, nah, no, no one what like the League Two UK show <laughs> bottom the bottom giant bottom not quite bottom. Uh, elsewhere in the championship this is big news so this is kind of broke for the last few days uh we don't know if this is just rumor the um the manager uh the barnsley's manager actually said the other day in his press conference after their game he said i'm not talking about anything uh gerhan stuber i think i've said that right um now as we know poppy does the kit reviews her family's from barnsley they're all <laughs> barnsley fans so i do keep an eye on barnsley and uh this would be a very interesting appointment because there were a, quite a few English teams looking at him in the closed season. That hasn't materialized. He's still at Barnsley, but now New York Red Bulls are apparently interested.
2: Yeah, again, I like, I like to see uh, the parity between the championship and, and MLS. In your opinion, hmm. where does it where does the championship sit next to
1: MLS? Um, well, I watched the uh, the EFL highlights on Quest. <laughs> I, I turned off uh, towards the end. I didn't, Obviously. I didn't want to watch that mess that was Bolton. But I did watch the championship ones, and uh, they were saying, uh, with respect to them, because sometimes, as we know in England, like the, there's a bit of a... a a view of mls Mm. that it's a retirement league or it's not a serious league or whatever but they were actually treating it very seriously they were saying that they were calling new york red bulls a big club they were saying this would be a great move for him and then they they actually said well where would you rather live Barnsley or (laughs) new york (laughs) which i put on our twitter the other day on mls uk show Barnsley's lovely but it's no new york so um i think the championship compared to mls is i think it's of a similar level if you if you Take whoever wins MLS, so Seattle Sounders, put them in the Premier League. They're probably going to be where a side that would have been promoted from the Championship would be. So I'd say they're similar, and I think we show we see in that now with the managerial appointments.
2: I really want to see some friendlies played between mm. between two teams. I'd love to see Norwich take on LAFC. <laughs> I just like I really want to see it. I want to see Watford. Uh, oh let's have a yellow derby. W- Watford taking on Columbus.
1: Yeah, or Nashville. Could you? Uh, how would you take it? Could you deal with if Norwich played into Miami and lost?
2: <laughs> They've got an affiliation with... Um, oh, do you know what? Tampa Bay Rowdies, that's it. They've got an, <laughs> I th- they're just dead to me, so I forgot. Uh, yeah, Norwich have got an affiliation with Tampa Bay Rowdies, which does hurt me. Yeah. It does hurt a lot. Um, I just imagine if, the, if Norwich and Orlando... Oh, stop it. It'd just be a dream. Uh, I don't think there's much chance of Bolton... Uh, doing much with atlanta
1: no maybe well not even the not even atlanta too oh no they're way better than bolton yeah, yeah. so um this is uh interesting then that you mention uh mls compared to the championship because we're seeing at the moment a lot of and we've not really discussed this in detail but there's a lot of mls players that are now coming over to europe yeah and uh, we've always said like uh, the portuguese league and stuff like that is is Probably on par with MLS. I would say that parts of MLS and some MLS teams are really...
2: Nanny said that when he yeah, moved.
1: So much better than the yeah. Portuguese League or the Dutch League and stuff like that. So uh, the the big three then, we've got uh, Brendan Aronson. This hasn't been confirmed yet, but strong rumours that it's about to happen to Salzburg, Red Bull Salzburg in Austria, which I don't really watch the Austrian League. And apart from Salzburg, I don't know any teams in that league. So I'd say that MLS is better than that. But we, we do know that... It's an easy route into the big leagues to go yeah. through Austria. Um it, Brennan Aronson is a star of MLS, a rising star mm. of MLS. I would love to see him a few more years in MLS, but as we've seen with like uh, Mackenzie at Juventus, this is a great way to to build the league in, in other countries. Yeah,
2: I'm quite um, I'm quite greedy because I like players like Aronson, um I like him to stay. I'd like him to stay in MLS. And if he is going to move, I want him to move to the UK where we can watch him and, <laughs> yeah, and track yeah. his progress, like Jack Harrison, for example. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's great for the players. They they kind of need that stopgap. Um, you you rarely just go. I know Zach Stefan um, played for for Manchester City the other night. Mm. You don't. Tend to just do that. You tend to have a stop in
1: yeah. Germany
2: or Austria.
1: Um, so well, Stefan was on loan running last year. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Um, so I kind of uh, i I kind of get it, but I'm just being greedy. I'd like him to stay until maybe he could make a move to to a uh, Premier League team, or uh, maybe we can just have him at Norwich. But a great prospect. And Philadelphia, we we do give him a lot of credit. Um, you know, they're a great great club, um, and they're producing a lot of homegrown talent.
1: Yeah, do you think then that this sort of feeder league is what MLS needs to be now before it can uh, sort of properly assemble itself as uh, maybe because it seems to be take South American players, mm. pass on American players to Europe, and it's, it seems where it is now. So is this sort of period of MLS is this what's needed? How how do you see MLS coming out the back of this?
2: I think so. I think you have to know. You have to be honest. You have to know where you stand. kind of know your role in the way that things are are working. Things have definitely changed in the last five years since I've been watching the league. It isn't a retirement league. Mm. Um, Anybody who says, oh, it's never been a retirement league, it it was. I'm sorry, but it was. Uh, I still fell in love with it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, But I think we're definitely in a new era. But again, you can't run before you walk. You have to know where you stand and you need the money coming in from these uh, European teams so that you can invest it wisely. I d- if anything, I think to get to the next stage, I think we need a change in rules. I think uh, there's too much of a gap between the DPs on six, seven million dollars a year and the kids coming out of college. There kind of isn't much in in the middle. I'd like to, I'd like the salary cap raised so that we can maybe get some more... Um, not middle of the road players, but some some players that are of an ability that you can afford to pay without putting them on a DP yeah, um, yeah. DP wage, and I think that would improve uh, improve the league a lot. So yeah, I think just it's just about knowing knowing where you are it, It's it's on a massive massive um, growth, you know, at the minute, and as long as they continue to create players, American players. Going over to coming over to Europe, doing really well, it's only going to help the league and its reputation because we are seeing it shift here in the UK. That's the thing as well. Yeah. You know, we're very used to it getting a hammering, and now all of a sudden, coaches top of the championship, um, you know, players, uh, or well, managers from the championship moving over to, to America. We are starting to see a lot more. So, long may that continue.
1: Uh, elsewhere, Albert Elise left Houston to go to Boa Vista, where he'll yeah. be joining Reggie Cannon as well. So Boa Vista clearly are looking at MLS. That's their route that they're taking and, and yeah, it's apparently I was listening to I think it was on Extra Time podcast. He mm-hmm. had a Portuguese expert on there and he was saying that Boa Vista are looking to rise back up the Portuguese league and this is a route that they're taking, taking in players for MLS that are a bit cheaper and doing it that way. Um Albert Elise is has been what is Houston's best player. Yeah. He's been probably the, arguably the best player they've ever had at yeah. Houston. So how much are they going to miss him? And uh, he's only 24, so is he someone you could see make it into one of the five big leagues? I'd re- I
2: really, really like to see it. I think um, Boavista's definitely a stepping stone for him because I think I don't see them from a UK perspective I don't see Boa Vista being any better than uh, than Houston Dynamo because obviously we know a lot more about Houston than we do Bovista. Uh, I definitely think he's a player that you know at 24's got another couple of years to really make an impression and he could easily be playing um, in one of the big leagues. Mm. Um Alfonso Davis of course remains you know almost the, the the shining star that that's the the way that he has Uh, Established himself in Germany is unbelievable. Yeah, Um, and he will he will get offers from from UK clubs one hundred percent because he's been exceptional. And there's been calls uh, after Richie Laure's performance last night for uh, Bayern to make a move and get the Canadian wing backs uh, back together. Um, You know, so uh, maybe he could be playing right back with Alfonso at left back. Who knows? Almost uh, as if Bayern haven't got
1: a good right back. I don't know <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So this is going to be interesting looking at this now because I think it's kind of uh, it's a bit uh, what Alfonso Davis has made it a bit of a fad for European mm. clubs to come and take uh, the better young players from MLS. So it'd be interesting now to see a how it continues and and how quickly a player is going to because Alfonso Davis said what half a season yeah. a season so uh aronson's had half a season so it's going to be interesting to see that how soon these players have being snapped up and then secondly then how they then progress and yeah. um because i'm sure some some will, will like Alfonso davis will go to a massive club within europe and just have a, a wonderful career mm. some will come to a portuguese side won't do anything and then go back to mls so uh yeah, it'd be, it'd be good to see, but I think it will be better for the league. Even those players that leave and come back, it will be better for the league because you learn more, uh, different cultures and stuff like that, different ways of playing. I think it's beneficial for the league and uh, it's great to see. The
0: MLS UK show.
1: Coming up on the MLS UK show, we'll be looking at the games we're looking forward to in MLS within the next 10 days, two weeks, and we'll also have the answer to the game with a changing name, who I still don't have a clue who it is uh but first it's another uh, round another trip on my guide to north america i put this out on our mls uk show twitter page did a little vote and uh kansas city won the vote so uh elliot it's time for henry's guide to kansas city kansas of course Famous for its country music. I don't know, we're getting closer to where it's famous. (laughs) Hey, Elliot. Hey, Henry. Did you know Kansas City is the 29th most populated metropolitan area in the UK? In the US, I should say. (laughs) uh, With a population of 491,000 people. Imagine
2: if I did know that. (laughs) Imagine.
1: Uh, Although there are technically two Kansas cities. One in Kansas and one in Missouri. But that's because the state line goes through the middle of kansas city so there's technically two but there's really one so an example of how crazy this is is skc playing kansas yeah yet kansas city chiefs the nfl team who made the super bowl last year play in missouri that's ridiculous um the uh, state of kansas is probably best known for wizard of oz and there is a wizard of oz museum in uh wamega i hope i said that right wamega wamega say it with confidence and it'll be fine wamega Uh, Kansas City has 200 fountains, giving it the nickname of the City of Fountains, and has more barbecue restaurants per capita than any other city in the US.
2: Oh, do you know what? Of all the places... The barbecue restaurants—that's swinging it for me. I might, I might visit.
1: Well, how about these two? So these two final facts are really good. These two are being put up there with the actual the Kansas City being in two states facts. So okay. this is a if you're fact fans, you're going to love this one this week. The first one is the Happy Meal was invented in Kansas oh, City.
2: Oh yes,
1: Bob Bernstein got the idea when he saw his son eating some cereal and just staring at the box board. Wow! <laughs> and finally, Walt Disney opened his first animation studio in kansas city and then after seeing a real life mouse in the building created mickey mouse so mickey mouse was created in kansas city i feel like i actually knew that and i don't know why and that is henry's guide to kansas city well done for voting for that one because i really enjoyed that one that was good where do we go next uh well we we do it alternate. I'll let the people decide and then I'll let you decide. So it's your chance, your turn. Ooh. Where do you want to go next time?
2: Put me on the spot. Um I'll tell you what, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna flick through the table. I'm gonna do a random one. Ready? Okay. Um let's go to Oh, we've done that one that's all good uh colorado
1: colorado so we'll be in colorado off top of my head colorado uh denver colorado home of uh, south park so there you go yeah uh, i saw this this is anything nothing. about the rapids at all or? oh yeah in rapids of yeah. course but um <laughs> denver broncos in nfl do you know yeah. because teams are having the cardboard cutouts yeah, yeah, yeah. they just filled their staging with uh, characters from south park great at the weekend i saw that uh so yeah next time it's henry's guide to colorado if you know anything about colorado that isn't south park related and uh want me to mention it or if you are from colorado and want to big it up give us a shout hello at mls.show send us an email things i know about colorado rapids yeah 96 yeah dicks (laughs) dicks sporting goods you've got to clarify that
2: I went in the dicks in Orlando. It's great. What is it anyway? Exactly what it says on the tin: sporting goods. It's, it's oh, right, like yeah.
1: a. Um,
2: okay, I'll translate for UK uh, viewers and listeners. It's like JJB.
1: All oh, right, remember okay. that? Yeah, yeah, JJB. Yeah, so it sells like everything. Yeah, everything sports related. Yeah, right, okay. Um, Dicks. Moving on very quickly. Uh, this coming weekend and this coming week in MLS, more MLS action to come. Mm. It's coming out of us thick and fast. There's too much. I know. Make it stop. Well, there's never too much, but it is a bit too much. Especially, <laughs> it's quite a lot. Especially when you do a fortnightly podcast about it. Stuff moves on so quickly. Um, so have you what games are you looking forward to who are Orlando playing first of
2: Uh, all Orlando have got Red Bulls Um, I think it's actually technically the next game uh, because they play early uh, Mm -hmm. at the weekend Um, that's on telly here in the UK if you're um, struggling to find a few games to watch uh, it's on nice and early on telly Uh, and actually do you know what that's going to be an interesting game because um, Orlando on a really good run and Red Bulls all over the shop who knows what could (laughs) happen there to be
1: honest with you it is and I'm glad that uh, the red bull arena gets to have a little break for a because it's been being used uh oh wait looking down the uh, fixtures they yeah the night oh no same night montreal are using it. So not much uh dc v atlanta it's the battle of the uh well well, what can we describe this as Whoever loses this one, I think it's game over. Who really. can be more rubbish? Yeah, yeah, DC United lost again last night yeah. to New England. That's poor results. Uh, so uh, I think that'll be an interesting game just because, it, like you said, it's some team needs to break out of its funk and, well, we'll see. Um, Toronto, Philadelphia, that's probably my pick for the East, actually. Two teams at the top of yeah, the conference. For Toronto. That, huh? Toronto beat... Uh, Columbus last night in uh, Connecticut I was quite surprised with that because I looked at that resort, that match before and I thought 0-0 nil, nil. we know what it's like when teams yeah. are playing at, at stadiums that aren't their own especially because it's not an MLS stadium 0-0 nil, nil. 3-1 they smashed it they went 1-0 behind but turned it round so 3-1 so well done to Toronto and uh, that game That could decide, that could be a supporter shield decider at this rate.
2: Yeah, it's bizarre because we realise that we're running out of games now. It feels like we've only just got started and then there's only a few games left. So these are starting to really matter. A couple more from me. um, Both the teams we talked about at the start of the podcast Vancouver and San Jose. So Vancouver are playing away at Seattle, Hmm. who are in incredible form, but then Vancouver just randomly get results. Uh, so who knows what could happen there? And San Jose against LA Galaxy. I mean, again, it's another competition of who can be worse. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: and into Miami, I've got both New York sides in the next ten days. Yeah. So there's no matches in the week this week, but there are there's midweek matches next week. So uh, that'll give Higuain more chance to train with his teammates. Yeah. And I'm going to put out, go out on a limb here. He will score in one of those two games. He
2: needs to practice pens. I know he, that
1: he does. And finally, just. In time for the next episode, next Thursday, the 8th of October here in the UK. Well, it's midnight, so it's technically Wednesday night, but it's Thursday. uh, Atlanta v. Orlando. So uh, if I go missing between Tuesday, the uh, 6th of October, and then uh, for the next couple of weeks, you'll know why, because I don't want to see anything to do with that game. (laughs) Yeah, with your home form, that could be interesting.
2: (laughs) With Um, our away form, that would be interesting. Well, yeah, true. Uh, So... Let's round off the episode with the answer to the game with the changing name.
1: Oh, I don't have a clue. I'm going to... Leicester players from that era. Muzzy, is it? Was it? It's not Muzzy, is it? No. I think he is one, though, isn't he? I'm not sure, actually. So, right, you tell tell us who this player was played for again, and I'll check if Muzzy is it played in MLS. Sure, Muzzy is it played in MLS. Uh, anyway, 99
2: to 2005, Leicester City, 110 appearances. Uh, also played for Watford 105 times between 2005 and 2008. Uh, moved to Derby 2008 to 2009. Also played for Sheffield United, a random Greek team called Skoda, uh, Millwall, Notts County. Coventry and played for the San Jose Earthquakes 71 times between 2013 and
1: 2016. Uh have Birmingham City ever played in MLS? No. No, Muzzy isn't never played in MLS. <laughs> really. uh, I don't know. I don't have a clue. The answer is English left back Jordan Stewart. Oh, Jordan Stewart. I, I did is. know this. I've I've watched I've watched a podcast with him being interviewed recently. Brilliant. I did know that. I knew it. And it, yeah, uh, oh, that's annoying. San Jose, yeah. 2013. I always enjoy watching the... Because again, that's become a bit popular now. where podcasts will just interview players from like the noughties and the nineties. Yeah. And I do enjoy hearing that, it's, it, especially with English players or British players, and it goes at the end. And then you went over to play for Colorado Rapids. What was that like? Yeah. And I, that's the, my favourite bit. I watched two hours of a podcast just to be like tell us and he goes to two minutes yeah it was good yeah yeah it's all right and then i moved back (laughs) uh thanks very much for watching uh subscribe to us on youtube and for your podcast provider as well and uh if you know it would really help us out if you could like the youtube video but rate us on your podcast provider but elliot there is one rule and one rule only Five stars only. LA
2: Galaxy rule.
1: That's the one. And uh, thankfully for us, it don't look like LA Galaxy are going to make it six. Make it six, yeah, that will spoil it. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that would really help us out. Um, So thank you in advance. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next time after another Orlando victory against Atlanta.
2: I'll do one just just ahead of it because I'm that confident now. Get in! See ya. Sports
0: Social Podcast Network.